If AIDS ever finally vanishes from the Earth, humankind will likely look back on one aspect of the epidemic as the most damaging and also the most puzzling our near complete failure to stop sexual transmission of the disease. There are very few people who do not know how AIDS is transmitted. A good number of the people most at risk for AIDS have watched friends or family members waste away and die from the disease. Yet they continue to have sex unprotected by monogamy or even condoms. At the turn of the 21st century, AIDS was a crisis of biblical proportions in South Africa. In 1990, only 1% of South African adults had been infected. By the end of the decade, the number was closer to 15%. In 1998, a 15-year-old in South Africa had a better-than-even chance of dying of AIDS. The government's response was minimal. Until 1994, when the apartheid regime fell and Nelson Mandela became the country's first black president, AIDS had been ignored. It was largely a black disease, which meant the white government wasn't interested. Indeed, a plague that selectively killed black people was welcomed by some hardcore apartheid supporters. After 1994, AIDS was still not a priority in a country where the needs were endless and the government's to-do list infinite. South Africa's AIDS prevention campaign was perfunctory, consisting mainly of billboards featuring the iconic AIDS red ribbon. Then the health minister spent a fifth of her AIDS budget to produce a play about AIDS called Serafina II. The resulting scandal paralyzed the government's efforts to fight the disease. Nonetheless, even if South Africa had done what other countries were doing in the 1990s, it is unlikely that would have helped to reduce the scope of AIDS. Then, as now, transmission of HIV, the virus that causes AIDS, happened largely among young people. Other countries were trying to reach teenagers through talks in schools, churches, and community groups, and through advertisements in the mass media. They were telling teenagers what AIDS is and how it is spread, advising them to use condoms and limit their partners, and warning them about the threat of early death. None of it was working. Rates of new infections among young people were going up, in some places soaring. Public health experts believed that if teenagers understood what was at stake and were taught how to protect themselves, they would surely do it. But in country after country, teenagers proved them wrong. South Africa ended up trying something very different, a strategy designed not only by public health experts, those usual suspects, but also by psychologists, advertising executives, marketing gurus, and teens themselves. They designed what eventually became South Africa's largest AIDS prevention campaign, it used no appeals to fear, and its information about AIDS arrived wrapped in a coating of the frothy stuff teenagers love. Pop stars, fashion, love advice, teen slang, and gossip. The AIDS prevention campaign concentrated on teens' need for belonging and connection. It tried to make an HIV-free lifestyle fun and cool. 
rather than resort to finger-wagging, it helped young people change their lives by putting them in the company of peers who had changed theirs.